We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Good afternoon. I'm Jim Taylor in for Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rising. One man is dead, another being sought after they allegedly tried to rob a convenience store in Bay Point last night at gunpoint. KCBS's Bob Butler joins us to report that one suspect exchanged gunfire with the clerk before running out of the store. Bob? Yeah, Patty, Jim, it was 11 o'clock last night. Two men wearing masks walked into Cam's Market here on Port Chicago Highway. One man went behind the counter, assaults the clerk, Mark Kaspowitz, and pushes him down on the floor. That position he had me was, you know, was painful. And every time that I would raise up, he would push me down. And of course, he pistol uh, whipped me a couple times during that time. At that point, Air Force veteran Casperwitz pulls out the store's handgun. I heard a shot, and the other guy, the guy that pistol whipped me, also said that he's got a gun. So I figured there was two people in here. And then, of course, then I heard a shot and seen him taking off, and that's when I fired. He fired once, hitting the gunman who collapsed outside the store. The other man got away. Why did he pull the gun? I knew we had it on hand, and me being in the military, that that part kicked in. And then my uh, career in private security also helped. A remarkable story. Kathowitz got some stitches on the top of his head from being pistol whipped, and that's all the only injuries he suffered. Reporting in Bay Point, Bob Butler, KCBS. After more than 50 years of co-owning the Coliseum, Alameda County Board of Supervisors voting today to sell its share to the Oakland A's. KCBS's Doug Sovereign. The vote at a special board meeting was unanimous, but community support was not. Pastor L.J. Jennings expressed the reservations of African Americans getting pushed out of Oakland by gentrification. We need to be concerned about those individuals that are currently in this city and how it will affect whether they are able to remain in this city. But Supervisor Wilma Chan said the Coliseum has become a white elephant, selling it to the A's for $85 million to retire the county's debt and at least $5 million a year to cover operating costs is a godsend for the county. We don't really want to be in the sports business. We have so many other things that we have to cover, housing, homeless, um, mental health and um, food, all, all those kind of things. So I think this is really a great opportunity for us to do that. A's President Dave Cavill called this a huge moment as the team intends to use the money made by redeveloping the site to help build a new privately funded ballpark near Jack London Square. We're making a huge financial commitment to this community. $85 million plus the actual operating losses. This is something that no other professional sports team has ever done. In Oakland, Doug Sovereign, KCBS. It is a birthday party in San Francisco's Mission District today as Humphrey Slocum is turning 11. And as KCBS's Megan Goldsby reports, that means a longer line than usual because all the ice cream is free. There's usually a line here, rain or shine, but not usually this long. I talked to nine-year-old Jacob, who was near the end of it. I counted about 64 people. Did you go to the front and come down and count? Yeah. Wow. And now there's people behind you, so that part must feel good. Yes, it is really good because 
feels like we're getting ahead for once. We go through about 30 tubs. That's about 900 to 1,000 scoops. Robert Macias is with Humphrey Slocum, which is now 11 years old and is celebrating with free scoops at the Mission District location. They are secret breakfast and our blue bottle Vietnamese coffee, both our two most popular flavors. My favorite is our Tisha vanilla. Do people call you boring for that? Yes, until they try it, though. But there wasn't any of that on hand. I did sample a mango mojito, a brown butter, and... This one is our Jameson and cigarettes. Can I have that while I'm at work? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And I can tell you, it's a good name. Oh, yeah. In the Mission District, Megan Goldsby, KCBS. How much did she bring back for us, Patty? Do we have I any, want to try all any of ice those. cream out there? I'm I don't know. Curious. Jim, homeless advocates squared off against property owners over what to do about a growing homeless encampment along Sonoma County's Joe Rodota Trail. KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub reports on an emergency meeting of the county's Board of Supervisors. The board authorized staff to begin work to purchase existing homes and convert them into housing for up to 80 people and to subcontract services for mental health and drug counseling programs. What the board did not take action on is creating a short-term shelter to house 200-plus homeless occupying a one-mile-long section of the popular Joe Redota Trail. And that upset many at a special session today. You have permitted a public health hazard. You've got 200 people out there defecating and urinating every day. The board did authorize spending $2 million to create two separate shelters at a later date. Advocates for the homeless say they believe no one will leave the Redota Trail even if shelters are built. I have listened to so many stories, so much heartache, so much brokenness, everyone so different from the next, but all filled with life trauma. The Redota Trail site will be staffed with security and bathrooms and showers. In Santa Rosa, Jeffrey Schaub, KCBS. It's a tombstone territory now. 161 tombstone cutouts bearing the names of homeless people who died on the streets this last year put up over the weekend outside San Jose City Hall. KCBS's Mike Colgan taking a look. Each farm tombstone has been painted with a person's name as well as the year they were born and died. There's an impact. You can stop at the tombstones and you can feel the presence of people. You can mourn somebody that you've lost. You can take time and say, I knew Bob and spend some time with them. It's also overwhelming when you've got 161 tombstones in front of you. Housing and homeless advocate Sean Cartwright said she was surprised by the emotional impact created by her display. I did not expect people to say, we need to keep this going all year. Where can we display this? Hey, I'll talk to my job or I'll talk to where I work and see if we can display it there. This needs to keep going. I was a little surprised to see you know, people dabbing at their eyes people just really speaking in hushed tones, people spending a lot of time walking up and down each row so that they could read every single name. I kind of expected people just to look at it as a whole. In San Jose, Mike Colgan, KCBS. A lost dog has captured the hearts of a lot of people in the city of Santa Cruz. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges says the community is rallying around the family, hoping for a Christmas reunion with the dog they've adopted for emotional support. I'm that person, and now I'm missing a dog. That's RSLA Beeble talking to people in a coffee shop in Santa Cruz about her dog, Pasha, a four-month-old, 25-pound male shepherd puppy who's missing. We're, uh, a friend of mine lost her dog in Henry Powell Park, and we're putting up flyers. Araceli says Pasha was adopted after the family lost her 18-year-old son Joseph to bacterial meningitis. He was attending Cuesta Junior College in San Luis Obispo. He woke up one morning, he thought he had the flu, and by that night he, he died in literally 12 hours. The family adopted Pasha, an emotional support animal. And on our first, very first walk, I lost him. The leash slipped off my wrist. 
and he bolted down Pipeline Road towards Graham Hill and we haven't been able to locate him. For more information, you can check out the Find Pasha Facebook page. That's P-A-S-H-A. Jennifer Hodges, KCBS.